Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Day Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into it, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for providing us with everything that we need, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us the right heart about everything that you give us, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us everything that we need. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our morning Bible study and our study specifically in the book of Acts. I'd just like to thank you ahead of time for liking the episode, for subscribing on this and any number of the platforms where you can find a day of prayer on, and for sharing the episode with someone else so they too can be blessed and, most importantly, grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. So, mm-hmm. so thank you. Thank you. In advance, and thank you for the, the partners and you know, those that have, have done those things and continue to do them and have shared in the labors of this ministry and building the Lord's house and bringing in the end time harvest and partnering with us in, in those things and in prayer. And we thank you and are grateful for all that the Lord is doing in and through you. And we ask that he bless you immensely. Mm-hmm. So, so this morning we are going to reread in Acts 5, the first 16 verses. So can I get a volunteer to, to cover that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up carried him out and and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. 
yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also, a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So in the last episode, we began discussing Ananias and Sapphira and what happened to them. All right. Yes. yes. Um, I still sense there's there's some more things to, to discuss there. So I want to open up the floor for to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering and then to ask any questions you have. All right. And we'll continue yes. that, that discussion. So who'd like to begin? I, I will. All right, I promise. Okay, first, the Lord was talking to me about what Ananias and Sapphira, and he reminded me, he reminded me what Barabbas, he laid the money at the apostles' feet, and he reminded me of tithing, and what that he reminded me of, Proverbs 19, yes, Proverbs 19:70. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. And so the Lord is telling me that what that I'm not saying that the apostles and the Christians were poor. I'm So what are you saying? If that's what you're not saying, what are you saying? <laughs> I just mean concerning tithing. When he gives to the Lord, then the Lord's gonna give back. Okay. It so the Lord is telling me that what that with Ananias and Sapphira, it's important for us to trust the Lord fully. And he reminded me of when we don't give when we don't give everything to the Lord, then we allow the devil to come in and uproot and uproot what has been planted. And he reminded me of if I'm standing off a dock and I have one foot dangling into the water, it's highly likely that I'm gonna fall in. Because I'm not fully secure. Okay. So can you tie it together to to this part here? And this part by, I mean, the section of scripture? Yes, making sure that you're trusting the Lord with everything in your whole heart. Hmm. Okay. Excellent. It then with first... Where is it? Twelve verses in verse twelve and then verse sixteen, where it says, "And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they are all one accord in the Solomon's porch." And then verse sixteen says, "Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they are all healed." And so, Lord, remind me of that the. That the Lord has given us, it's to set people free physically as well as spiritually. And, yes, you remind me of what Jesus, 
and how when after John was beheaded, that he didn't go, well, I'm mourning, so you can't come and talk to me. Mm. But mm-hmm. he continued to heal me because that's the ministry that the Lord's given us. And he reminded me of what when we're given, we're supposed to use it fully instead of just leaving one part out. And he reminded me of if I'm eating and I'm given a spoon, I'm not supposed to bury my face inside of the bowl of soup and start eating that way. I'm supposed to use a spoon. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then verse, where is it? 14, where it says, And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitude of both men and women. And so the Lord reminded me of, I'm not sure where it is, but I know it's inside the New, New Testament, where it's talking about some are saved by fear and others by... I'm not sure the other part. Okay, uh, I think you're talking about um, where it's referencing sin leading to death. Give me just a second, I'll find that for you. What else would you have to say? Go ahead and finish that and I'll get I'll find this for you. And how the Lord's remind me of also the testimony of yourself. Um, a couple of devotions ago, Dad was talking about how over eight thousand people were eight thousand men were saved. And the Lord's Mary, it doesn't count how many all of the people that were saved by the eight thousand. Hmm. Okay, I found it for you. This is Jude chapter 1, um, verse 22 and 23. It says, And on some have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Is that what you're talking about, sweetheart? Yes. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome, my love. And how the Lord reminded me that everything that the Lord does, there's always a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. And he remind me of sometimes if someone goes, well, this is useless, then they're not able to receive that gift fully and not able to use it because they have not received it. Okay. And make sure that we, we distinguish between gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation and the personal gifts that God has given to us. The ones that are manifested in operation by the Holy Spirit are as the Holy Spirit wills. Now, we make ourselves available to him so he can use us in whichever way he um, deems necessary or desires, but we don't command him and make him do those things. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay, they're as the Holy Spirit wills, and they're according to the purpose and the plan of God um, for what he's ministering or working in the earth. That would be, um, well, the ones we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I'll read that after you're finished.
Go ahead, sweetheart. He's fine. It then Lord Oz was talking to me about first. Here's it. Okay. When Peter was talking to Ananias and Sapphira, and he was reminding me of that when he's saying that wasn't of his own volition, that the Lord was telling him to speak that. Mm-hmm. And also that when the Lord tells us to do something, it's not... The, lo- the Lord wasn't killing Ananias and Sapphira. Okay. Um... God is just, and whatever was happening, there was immediate judgment on what was going on, and it is God's right to judge. Yes. Yes. He's God, he's holy, and he is only good, and he only judges rightly, so um, it's his right to do so. Is that it, honey? Yes. Okay. I was just going to share, you know, the, um, you know, God created everything, even the wicked for the day of judgment. Mm. I'm not God. I don't understand things the way God does. Um, but I used to struggle with that. And, um, I, I keep sheet metal on my truck. I do a lot of different things with sheet metal. Sometimes I make some really neat, um, brackets. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I make sections of ductwork. Sometimes I, I make things just for the homeowner. They need a little something to hold something or they're trying to fix something mm-hmm. and they become really nice. I also take little pieces of sheet metal and stick it between my torch and burn it up to make sure I don't melt the paint on the side of a house or something. And I destroy the piece of sheet metal and throw it away. Mm-hmm. It's my choice. I get to do with it. It's my sheet metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't mean to oversimplify that, but God knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I trust that he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to make sense to me. Amen. Amen. God's ways and thoughts are higher than human ways and thoughts. Again, he knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And so even, like you said, uh, the wicked that are reserved for the day of judgment, um, that's because God knows what every, everybody's going to choose. And he has a day set aside to deal with wickedness. And he never intended for mankind to end up in hell or the lake of fire. That was made for Satan and his angels. Mm-hmm. And with that, there are people that will choose to refuse and reject Jesus Christ and who will insist upon behaving wickedly, no matter how much goodness God shows to them. And because of that, he will let them have their choice, which will ultimately lead them to judgment and hell and destruction. But that's their choice. And he is the righteous judge to say, hey, here's my standard. Come on either side of it and meet it. There's nothing in the middle. You're on one side or the other. Make your choice. But know that whatever you choose, there's the consequences that go alongside of that or the blessing and benefit that go alongside that. So even in God being just in his purpose, and even like the example that you gave, you know why you're doing what you're doing. And it's based on a standard that's already been met. It's not appropriate for you to burn up the side of someone's house (laughs) with your torch because you're fixing something. And you know that standard and that metric. And as the business owner and the professional, you operate within those got those uh, boundaries. Likewise, there are spiritual boundaries that God has already set in place. And we are not to violate those. There it is. 
God is just, he's good. He's righteous and is holy and he's holy. Um, I wanted to read first Corinthians chapter 12 really quickly and, and looking at what we see operating, um, happening mm-hmm. with Peter and Ananias and Sapphira. It wasn't Peter's wisdom or apostleship that brought this situation about. Um, so first Corinthians 12, uh, verse, I'll start at verse three and I'll read through verse 11 it says, therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of God calls Jesus accursed and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills, meaning using the vessels individually as he wills, as he purposes. So um, Peter here, as the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is ministering through him a word of knowledge, but also with um, Sapphira, we see the word of wisdom coming through as well. The word of knowledge means you know something that has already happened that you shouldn't have any knowledge of, but the Holy Spirit gives you um, revelation and insight. It reveals something to us as to what happened, but there's no earthly way that you should have known this. He wasn't there with them secretly plotting in the closet or wherever they were, you know, doing this business. Mm-hmm. And to know that Satan was involved in all of that, that came from the Holy Spirit revealing um, through a word of knowledge what was going on. And then a word of wisdom is future what's going to happen or how to apply what God has already made known, revealing something that is about to happen. Um, for um, Sapphira, you're getting ready to join the, the problem, <laughs> the place that your husband is, right? That was a word of wisdom that was um, with that as well. These are, um, they are prophetic gifts, but they are uh, higher definition than what basic prophecy is, which is edification, exhortation, and comfort. It's just basic prophecy what that is, but when a word of wisdom or knowledge comes with it, a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge comes with it, it becomes um, more revealing as to what's happening, which should bring us comfort. Um, I was going to say this on the previous podcast when we were talking about this situation. Uh, We have the Holy Spirit. Those of us who have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. the Lord is able to make known to us things that are hidden and secret. And we should take confidence and comfort and rest in knowing I don't have to physically put my eyeballs on everything that the devil is doing. You know, sometimes people become devil watchers. That's the devil. That's the devil. You know, <laughs> every time they turn around and they're really focused on that and it tends to lead them to fear and to um, try to bash people because then they start looking with their natural eyes trying to perceive but the holy spirit is our guide and our comforter he is the one who reveals secret things to us our job is to align ourselves with him rest in him trust him that he will do his job and we go and do what god asked us to do 
So Peter wasn't, you know, peeking over the wall going, who's come, who's, who's trying to do this next, right? He wasn't in anxiety or fear or worry about it. But when the Holy Spirit spoke, he spoke as the Holy Spirit gave understanding and revelation of what actually was happening. And he just moved with the Holy Spirit. And then after that, he didn't become embittered. I'm never going to let nobody come over here. They can't come by my feet to bring me nothing. You know what I mean? Like what happens when we work out of our natural flesh, sorry, um, how we tend to think about things and start trying to protect ourselves. The Holy Spirit is here to do his job. And when we um, are filled with him and you, you see um, many of the cases where uh, we, we've read through Acts being filled with the Holy Spirit he did X, Y, and Z. He said X, Y, and Z, right? Being yes. filled with the Holy Spirit, they functioned and operated and allowed the Holy Spirit to flow through them. And he, God was able to accomplish all that he said he would do. God is a good God. So we need to focus on trusting him. We need to focus on, on being obedient to him. We need to be focused on um, giving ourselves to study the word, to walking with God in whatever domain and dominion that he's given us, whatever territory he's given us to occupy. Jesus said, occupy until I come, right? We, we saw that, um, uh, what's that called? Which part? Where there's a, um, <laughs> sorry, I just forgot all of a sudden. Um, parable. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the parable, he said, occupy. No, that was painful. Sorry. <laughs> he said, occupy until I come. Um, so we are to tend to the business that God gave us to tend to and let him do his business. But while we're doing that, we should have full confidence and assurance that God is going to shield his people, right? And he will guide us into all truth and he will comfort and rescue and deliver us and do whatever it is that um, needs to be done versus, you know, becoming fearful or trying to take matters into our own hands. Uh, I also mentioned that. God gives everybody a chance. And oftentimes a believer, uh, a seasoned believer is involved in that in particular in giving someone else another chance to exercise. What's your choice going to be towards God? Here's your chance to choose right. Here's your, cho your chance to choose righteousness. You know, Dean, you mentioned in your company, sometimes you give people a chance and then they come in and try to do harm and, and just mishandle the opportunity. Did God mean for them not to have it? No, not necessarily. He meant to give them an opportunity to choose. What you do with that is your own. All the way up until laying this here and opening their mouths, they had a chance to choose. That would be Ananias and Sapphira, to choose what they were going to do. And no doubt, because our God is a good God, Holy Spirit was going, hey, 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 don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. But they pressed ahead and said, no, I'm going to do it anyway, because I want this, whatever it was that they perceived as the gain from this charade, um, they press forward and move past what Holy Spirit said to them. And we don't know where they stood in life. How many, um, why was it judged in this manner? Because God knows. He, he knows the things that we can't see. And it's vital for us to not place our human reasoning on God and say, you're unfair, God. Because then we'd be all the way wrong. He is fair. He is good. He is just. And he's just to his standard, not human standards. Dean, do you have something? Well, I think... <clears throat> we are not given some information here on purpose, so we don't really know anything about uh, Barnabas's motivation. It doesn't say, and, and the Holy Spirit led Barnabas to sell a piece of property. Mm -hmm. And we don't know 
and uh, Sapphires. We don't know if they maybe they they saw the attention that Barnabas got and they wanted attention. Maybe they saw the elevation of him in leadership and they wanted to be elevated in the group. Maybe we don't know, and mm-hmm. we don't need to know. Mm-hmm. We need to know that you know we we need to um, we need to do what we're supposed to do. Amen As you were that. saying, um, just speaking, it's just as we are. Um, we operate out of obedience, faith, and trust, and not mm. knowledge. Knowledge is a blessing when we get it, but we operate first out mm-hmm. of obedience Never and faith and trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The just man shall live by his faith. Uh, knowledge tends to puff up, um, human knowledge. Even like, you know, you, you, memorize, you memorize all the verses in the Bible and you're like, I know that scripture. You know, I, sometimes that can lead to you being puffed up. That's what the word says. Knowledge puffs up. But God is looking for us to trust him. And in that trust, it automatically says that we humble ourselves, realizing that it's not our strength or ability. And when we are weak, his strength is made perfect in us. You see the Apostle Paul reference that later um, in scripture. But we need to understand, I can't know anything in and of myself. And human knowledge is worth little because it's so flawed and it's so weak. But even the knowledge of God, and this is different than the word of knowledge, but even, even God sharing something with us, it's not because we're so wonderful and awesome. God loves us, no doubt. We are precious to him, but not because of our own righteousness. It's his own goodness. Amen. Let's pause there for today. So can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for first of all, that you were obedient to the Father, Lord, and came down on earth and did everything that you were supposed to, Lord, so that way we have the opportunity to be obedient as well, Lord, and enter your kingdom, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you have all the wisdom and knowledge, Lord, and you truly understand what you're doing, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for giving us understanding and wisdom as you see fit and is necessary for us in our lives, Lord. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.